Hey everyone, welcome back to On My Mind, the podcast featuring yours truly, Michael Martinez. Today's introduction is brought to you by Michael's iPhone, so I hope I sound as monotone as he normally does. In today's episode, I will be doing a solo episode that covers what has been going on in my life. A fitting subtitle would be Life Update. Aside from that, we'll probably have our usual side tangents and all that fun stuff. If you're new to the show, why not subscribe or follow the show? We typically shoot for a new episode a week, but scheduling mostly depends on outside factors. Follow our Instagram account at OnThePodcast to keep up with the show. That's OMM, the podcast. Uh, yeah, with that with that being said, I don't really have much else to, to explain. And to be honest, I'm not even sure if I'm ready for this. I um, Solo episodes are a little bit scary. But uh, anyway, so from summer adventures to looking forward to the fall, I present to you on my mind um yep this is this is a little test this is a little test but i might keep this in if it sounds good yeah before we jump into the episode i do want to officially acknowledge that uh this is the first episode recorded since hitting 100 subscribers on youtube like it's it's crazy to think about how i've been doing this show for about three and a half years now and uh, i just have countless hours of good times captured through this show uh, so thank you to everyone who's been here for the ride, whether you were my first subscriber way back in 2020 or the 100th one, uh, like, like a month ago it, or like half a month ago. Um, I'm looking forward to keep growing and to make more memories as we go. Um, yeah, so just a, a little shout out to you guys. I think now we're at 104, so we're, you know, growing even more um, slowly but surely, which I think is is very nice. I think this year... I've had the most growth, like 2023, I've had the most growth um, than like the other two years, not combined, but the other two years. I had like a really like big, like, like, like boost upwards in subscribers when I first started. Um, And then it like plateaued for a little bit. I mean, it was like still growing, but not really uh, throughout my first year. And then sophomore year, that's when like I started gaining a lot more traction um, and growing um, part of that's probably thanks to Miguel, um, our co-host of the show, who won't be joining us today. It'll be a, it'll be a solo episode as my personal voice uh, said that. Um, shout out iOS. That that's that's a little insane. Definitely doesn't sound like me now that like I put it side by side. Like, um, <laughs> but I mean, I it was fun to set up. It was fun to to kind of mess around with um now i know that it's like an accessibility feature and that there are people who would genuinely need this and for that like it's actually pretty good like um this is in the beta stages um i'm sure it'll only get better from here on out um so it's uh i mean it, it works pretty fine like there there are like hints of me in there and it's not like entirely me but um it's still like a pretty cool thing to like set up and i mean like we never really know like if we lose our voice or you know something happens like you it's not a bad idea to get that set up if you have an iphone um and are on the latest update which hasn't even come out yet it's the ios 17 is supposed to be out in september but um the public beta is out so anyone can sign up for that and um be able to to install like the beta update um, which is what I've been doing for the past couple of days. Um, so yeah, Apple, Apple, Apple. I, I feel like I can't go 
an episode without discussing something that Apple has done or is doing or something. Anyway, um, listen, I'm not a fan. I got a Google water bottle. Um, <laughs> so who's who, who are the real winners here? Speaking of, you always got to stay hydrated. I forgot to drink water. That's probably why my voice sounds a little rough. Hold on. Oh, God, big gulps. Um, okay, so, hey, welcome back to On My Mind. Um, it's It's been a while since I recorded the last episode. Um, it almost felt like there was not going to be a summer sesh, too, but here we are. Um, a couple weeks ago, I actually recorded, like, an episode um, on my own in this same room. Uh, I, this was, I think this was a couple weeks ago. Um, although my sense of time has been, like, totally... Like, <laughs> I don't even know. It's it's a little bit all over the place, I'll, I'll say. Like, I don't even know what day it is, um, what time it is. It, it all just feels like one super long day these past couple of days. Um, so, yeah. But anyway, I recorded something a couple weeks ago. I, like, got maybe 10 minutes in and was, like, I'm not in the right mindset. Like, I'm not, like, mentally capable uh emotionally capable of recording this episode now not that like anything was going on um like outside it was like just in this room like i would start recording and then i'd mess up and be like damn um except i wouldn't say damn and then i'd like like no no we gotta start all over so then like i just kept getting into my head and then eventually i was just like man you know what i i can't do this um and then I and then I left the room, um, kind of feeling like crap a little bit. But uh, we're back now. Um, I've I've grown. I've changed as a person. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, well, I definitely have grown um, as a person. But uh, yeah, that's. I mean, this summer has been such a like experience for me. I feel like I already touched on it a little bit in summer sesh one, um, but essentially. Uh, upward bound summer 2023 is wrapped up uh we i think since the last episode um i think when was the last episode last episode was like middle of july now we're in the middle of august um so i think we finished up the residential residential session that's always been hard for me to say um where like anyway so the residential session is uh where like high school students get to come and live in the dorms and like we do a bunch of activities they have classes um kind of get like a little taste of the college life um and so that was wrapped up and then we had a couple of days off before a big like college road trip which we called travel week um i was only on it for the first half and then they had um well they basically split the staff into half and then the first half got to go on the whole trip no wait the first half got to go in the first half and then you know anyway so i was on the first half and um i got to visit uh oh i don't know how to say this but it's a polytechnic institute in massachusetts not maine um worcester wpi uh for any of those who are in the know and then we also went to skidmore college in new york and then bennington college in vermont um and those were the the three colleges that i got to visit um and it was it was really cool being able to see like other schools and you know cuz the only college campus there's like there's very few like i didn't get to go on college tours myself when i was applying 
um, or like, you know, kind of beginning to do like the college search, like which one's the right fit for me. Um, like when I was applying, everything was pretty much online. Um, like you could do virtual tours, you, you know, you had the websites to base your like decisions off of, of, off of, um, and so like being on like official college tours, um, through Upward Bound was like kind of, it was, it was a really cool experience. I'll say, um, it was like, I don't know. It was, it was pretty chill uh being on the tours um just because it was like I wasn't really in charge of any students like I just had to kind of make sure they didn't wander off or like do anything dumb or like encourage them to like ask questions and things like that um which was fine um this you know that wasn't too bad but the traveling was uh a bit crazy um we were on a bus so we went down from Maine kind of to Massachusetts and then like to Saratoga Springs, New York, and then to like Vermont and then back to wait. I might be getting that timeline wrong. I don't know. Point is, we were like in that kind of area of like Maine, Massachusetts, Vermont, New York. We kind of stayed in like that area. Um many hours of being on a bus, many hours of uh being on a in in like a bus full of high school students like honestly they weren't too bad I, I won't lie like I didn't really have much of a problem um like with behavior management and things like that for the most part the kids were great um and uh and then we would also like stay at hotels um and and stuff like that we went to this like outdoor camp thing uh called Zor Outdoor Adventure I believe um so like most of the people got to like sleep in tents or like cabin tents and things like that not me though I was I was in a lodge um on a pull out couch which was which was pretty fun um <laughs> yeah I don't know like I had the choice of staying outside in a cabin or like in a tent like an like an actual tent like on the ground and I was like well um you know so that was uh I mean, I think that was a pretty easy choice for me. Um, <laughs> and uh, and yeah, so I don't know. Travel week was was a bit of a experience. It's it's kind of weird um, because I know now that there are like students from Upward Bound who found my show and actually became like the 100th subscriber. Shout out Danny. Um, like now they like follow the show and like you know all that so i'm kind of like should i like watch what i say or should i be genuine <laughs> you know because that, that's the thing is like you don't really know who's listening and like aside from them like just in general like i don't really know who's listening which is kind of fun um i mean it's just like it's public it's online um you know it's it's not a bad thing for like people to discover the show um, I don't think, I mean, cause I like, I put it out there. Like this is like, I kind of wanted people to, to find it and to listen to it, you know? So, um, yeah, that's, I don't know, but, but it is kind of like weird sometimes. Cause it's like, I definitely have to keep a line <laughs> of, uh, like, like a line that I don't step over in terms of like going into like personal life and things like that. Um, which I think I've shared like a good amount, like, you know, that line is, is kind of blurry sometimes. And so like, 
I don't know. Like I, I typically am never uncomfortable with what I share. Um, but sometimes you got to like think back and be like, listen, even though you're comfortable saying this, maybe you probably shouldn't post this online to the public. Um, and it's never anything like, oh, I killed a man. Um, clip that. And um, <laughs> it's never anything like that. It's just more so of, like stuff that I'm going through. Uh, whoa, voice crack. Um, some like stuff that I'm going through or like things like that, you know, just like kind of personal stuff that may be a little bit too personal. Um, though I'm looking back and for the most part, I think I keep it super lighthearted. Um, I mean, this like reminds me of like going back to how this podcast started. Like it was basically therapy for me. Um, <laughs> that uh, like I started uh, in the middle of COVID. I feel like I've told this story on the show so many times, but like I started it because of like, you know, I was feeling lonely. I was like super disconnected from the world. And like this show was a good opportunity for me to stay in touch with friends um, and and things like that. So that's kind of what this show was for me. And ever since it has like evolved to become more of like entertainment and like, you know, we're going to do bits. We're going to do segments. We're going to um, just have fun with the show. And that's kind of how it's been for the past couple of years. Like ever since I did the whole rebrand um, for college. Like that's that's what the focus of the show has been. Um, and I felt like in the earlier days of the show, it was more like personal. It was more like raw. It was like unscripted, you know, everything. But now I have like rough outlines, um, which I mean, back in the day, I also had rough outlines. But like the stuff that I have on the outline is uh, I mean, it, it, I mean, it, it's just to provide the show structure for the most part. But um, we kind of look at these as like guidelines, like. I'm want to talk about these things and I kind of have some stuff that I think of beforehand. Um, but, but, but ultimately what I say on the show, like I might cover only like 70% of the list that I have, or I might, um, like totally disregard it. And actually no, that I don't think that'll have ever happen. Um, but it's, I don't know, having an outline is really great when like you kind of get lost, <laughs> especially when you're doing a solo episode, like you, you forget what you were saying. You lose your train of thought, and then you're like, "Okay, what the hell was I talking about?" So then, sometimes I'm pretty good with like catching on and then being like, "Okay, yeah, this is what I was talking about." And then like, you know, maybe I I have like a 15 second buffer, but for the most part, like I'm pretty good with that. But sometimes I like completely lose it, and I'm like, "Oh damn, I totally forgot what I was talking about." Um. So then the outline is there, where I'll just be like, "You know what? We'll move on to the next point." Um. And that's, that's kind of how I use the outline. Um, I, sorry, I'm, I'm in like a behind the scenes mood, um, which along with this episode coming out, um, I think I'm going to do like a behind the scenes vlog. And by, I think, I mean, this is happening, um, where basically I, I, I want to be able to capture like the experience or somewhat the experience of like creating an episode um so i'll probably have a vlog of like me going to the studio me like planning the episode me um like getting guests on the show like how that looks like um and then also like being in the studio setting up talking about the episode a little bit of like what i want it to be like um and then afterwards kind of like how i feel afterwards um and then maybe a little bit of like what the editing process looks like for me 
Um, I don't know. Like, I feel like every episode kind of has, it follows like a similar process where it's like you, like, I want to say 99% of my episodes start in my notes app on my phone. Um, just kind of like a central idea of like, okay, this is what I want the show to be. Um, or like, I want to do an episode where this is the main segment. Like, that's kind of how it starts. Um, and then (laughs) remember when I said this episode was going to be called life update (laughs) and then I start talking about behind the scenes stuff. Um, welcome to on my mind, the podcast. So, um, yeah, like I'll, I'll have what's called an outline, um, from that notes where like, okay, I'll like make this the main segment and then I'll have these supporting segments. Um, and then uh once that outline is created then it's like i mean typically by this point i'll already know if i want a guest sometimes i don't really have like a a main segment sometimes i'll have a person like okay i really want this professor to be uh our like main guests and like so that will be the main segment where it's like an interview with them um and then you know like creating the outline is more so like um creating supporting segments creating um like like planning questions and things like that um and so it really revolves around like who the person is or like what the main segment is um which i feel like yeah because when i have guests i want them to like be the star of the show like this is their episode it's not like about me um so so like i really try to plan it around them and like their interests and what they want to do um, and sometimes I'll even like ask them, be like, Hey, like, do you want to do anything? Um, and things like that. Uh, and then, and then you go to the, like next stop is booking the studio and recording and then, um, making sure I have all the files and stuff. Then I edit and then I publish and then we promote on social media. That's, that's like the general flow, like workflow of, of the podcast and like how the process works. But, um, I I just thought it'd be fun to like record it like like a little mini vlog for each episode um just because it's something new um and maybe like people will be more into these kind of like behind the scenes vlogs um and it could kind of be like a stepping stone for like okay I want to check this episode out now um and then you know cuz like an hour and a half about like these episodes range from like an hour to 2 hours um can be a lot to commit to especially when you don't really know what you're like going into like maybe you saw a post on instagram but um that's you know maybe you saw the thumbnail and that's entirely off of like the thumbnail and title is like what you're basing whether or not you listen to the video so like i'm i'm just providing another like piece of like hey i saw the behind the scenes for this this episode sounds kind of interesting um so i'm gonna watch it uh or i guess listen to it um i don't know like that that's a whole nother conversation i feel like i could have a podcast about my podcast and like what it takes to be one uh like a podcast host and things like that which by the way like if you're interested in starting a podcast feel free to reach out um i feel like now i'm I'm nothing of like an expert right like i'm no expert i'm not like a professional or anything um but I do have a lot of experience and like hours under my belt that I feel like I could provide some valuable advice, some valuable things of like what I thought I should have done at the beginning. Um, or like, you know, getting set up so that like, how do I make it so it's available online? Like, these are all things that I can help out with. Um, so, you know, 
if you have if there are any aspiring podcasters out there um feel free to reach out i think it'd be really fun um and i mean podcasting has been a pretty big part of my life in the past couple years and so like i don't know it's just it's super fun to do i mean it it feels like work sometimes like when i'm editing and like publishing and having to make all this like social media stuff like that definitely feels like work however the recording the planning like that's the fun part that's like what makes it so much worth it um and then also like the other day i was like going back through my episodes and kind of just like you know listening to little bits and pieces from from like some of my favorites um which i won't say but like it it was just really fun to be able to look back and be like yeah this is where michael was um you know like a couple months ago or a couple years ago um and it's it's very interesting to kind of see how like i've changed but also like what has stayed the same you know um and and just kind of like the types of conversations that were like being had at the time like um it's just it's very interesting to be able to like look back on this um especially when you have a show that's like free form and like unscripted for the most part and not necessarily about one thing like i think that's the best kind of show um i mean i am very biased um but i don't know like i never really feel pigeonholed into like one thing um i never feel limited in what i want to talk about like i could talk about anything um which i think is my favorite aspect of this show um so so yeah that's <laughs> i went off on like a big tangent and also i just realized i have to like use the restroom real bad right now so um i actually think i'm going to take a little bit of a break um and and uh yeah i'll be back to talk about more of my summer adventures um because i that's that's what's next on the outline so i will be right back okay awesome we're back um this is why you don't record a podcast um after lunch <laughs> uh anyways um i mean i actually didn't even eat lunch i'll keep it real i just i had a bowl of cereal this morning um aka uh <laughs> 11 a.m there's we'll, we'll get to it but i there haven't there hasn't really been much for me to do um like this is the one big thing i got going on today uh and you know what i think that's great i you know I, especially after this summer like i i feel like a break just like a time for me to do absolutely nothing um was you know deserved but also like (laughs) i'm so bored um anyways so going back to kind of like the whole travel week um that was all wrapped up and it was all great it was all good um and uh i mean okay we had some mishaps here and there but all like overall i think it was a worthwhile experience um and uh yeah i don't know it was then then i guess like the the next thing that happened was kind of just saying goodbye to all the students um like i had said goodbye to a couple of the students after the residential session um because they weren't going to be coming back to the travel week and so like that was kind of tough i won't lie um i don't know because 
even though I spent like only a couple of weeks with these kids, like it's they're they're great. Like you get attached very quickly. Um and just kind of like learning where they're coming from and stuff. Like it's it's uh I don't know. It definitely tore on the or it pulled the heartstrings a little bit. Um and uh yeah i don't know it was it was like bittersweet because like we got to see them grow a little bit throughout the summer um and then also to be able to be like good luck with your future endeavors and things like that and um you know just keep being you i think is the the biggest message i'd i'd be able to send um that that was uh i don't know like who knew saying goodbye would be so hard <laughs> um it's like i coming into the summer wasn't really expecting like a whole lot out of this I I won't lie like I knew that you know it's a job and like you know I'm gonna be working with kids um or like high school students and like that's all fun um but I didn't expect it to be as fun and as amazing as it was and I feel like something that really made it great too was like the other guide staff or like other like college students who were working um and, you know, like, I felt like we were, like, a really strong team um, and was able to really figure out, like, a bunch of stuff together that um, was, like, I mean, it it was, like, really fun <laughs> um, and, like, you know, kind of stressful, but, like, I can definitely look back and smile and laugh and be, like, what a summer. Um, and I think I'll just leave it at that. Um, you know, it it was a really worthwhile experience like this is a summer for the books for sure probably like one of the better ones especially in like the past couple of years um although last summer was also like super fun and i i thought you know last summer was the best one in like the past couple of years but i think this summer tops that one um for sure so yeah i don't know just like back-to-back bangers of a summer it's just it's great um and uh something that kind of came out um out of the summer as well i mean i got like the work and and you know all these memories all these friends and i also maybe kind of got a special person in my life um so i don't know let's let's give her an alias um okay i did not think this through uh before you know what we'll give her we'll give her something like short and sweet um we'll, we'll, like abby um yeah she's great met her through upward bound um and that also kind of snuck up on me but i don't <laughs> can you hear me smiling um yeah i don't know i'll also just leave that at <laughs> like that um but point is um abby's great she's she's wonderful um makes me happy and I think that's that's all I could really ask for. Um, something that maybe made me less happy was uh, moving out of... I was living in Coleman, uh, the dorm building, this past summer. And I had to move out to Howard, uh, which isn't too far away. But, I mean, we also had, like, a van and stuff to move stuff. But um, moving out to, to Howard um, is... Uh, <laughs> I mean, it it wasn't terrible, actually. It was just, like, it was kind of weird because we didn't have access to, like, the dorm building, um, which 
we still don't have access. And I say we because my buddy Will and I, who was in the vlog, shout out Will, um, we, <laughs> we like, I, I guess that we didn't have access to the building until like 5 p.m. that day, but we were expected to move out and like have all our stuff be over there, at least from upward bound standpoint, like by 2.30 because like we wanted to use the van to move all our stuff but that same van was going to be used to drop off um like someone at the airport and then also be like it was going to be returned that day so we were like damn we can't wait until four or i mean we can't wait until 5 p.m um so we'll just have to like move out now um and so like after lunch we basically moved all our things to the van drove it over to the new dorm um, which isn't like where I'm going to be living for the next year. It's, it's kind of like, um, just, just like a transitional housing. Um, I believe my like apartment that I'm going to be living in for the, for my junior year is, um, it, it was being occupied. I believe the last day of occupancy was yesterday. Um, well at the time of this recording yesterday. So now, uh, I believe housekeeping just has to do some stuff and then we should be good to go after that um but but in the meantime we're living in howard and i mean it's actually like a really nice place i won't lie um it's it's a dorm i never even like considered um i think one of the big things is the fact that like you had a block as like a quad or a quint in order to live there um where at, like I, I, for this junior year i'm living in a double so like i wasn't you know trying to do that um and so like i don't know like it's it's a quint there's five beds in the room that i'm staying in right now um but there's just me and will so we both have our own like little room and we have the like living room we have our own bathroom and then there's a kitchen downstairs and so it's it's actually like a pretty sweet place to live like i won't lie like um now if i had to share it with four other people that's a different story just because i've had like i would i would have a lot less space to myself um but but i don't know like this living situation not terrible um moving out to like howard also not terrible but like i did have to call security and be like hey can you let me in please um here's my housing confirmation email uh thank you and then um yeah and then we were able to get in just fine um we had to like prop the door open so that we can you know access our room and the funny thing was, is like, we had access to the door to our room, but not the building. Um, and that's still like, it's still true to this day. Like we, we had access to the building for like three days and then it just locked out on us. Like we, um, there was a meteor shower not too long ago, um, where, or I guess at the time this episode comes out, it would have been like a week ago, um, and so like there was a meteor shower that will and i were like hey we should go check this out and so we went outside and the prime viewing time was like midnight to 5 a.m and so we went out at like 11 30 uh give our get, give our eyes some time to adjust to the darkness and be able to see it like with our bare like naked eye um and unfortunately cloudy it was like super cloudy in brunswick um, so we actually weren't able to see the sky. We were able to see some like flashes of stuff, but I mean, it wasn't necessary. Like there, there was no visible stars. Um, there, there was like maybe some like holes in the clouds that you can see through a little bit. Um, but for the most part, like we just went out there, got a bunch of bug bites and then head back. 
Um, so that was, I mean, that was still like a pretty nice, you know, going outside and just, uh, I guess like a mindfulness moment. Um, and, uh, yeah. And then we came back to our dorm and so it's a little bit past midnight now. And like, you know, we, we walk in, there's like you, so you have like the outside door and then you have the door that requires like the key card. Um, and so we, we walk in to like this little like mud room or whatever. Um, and then we like try to swipe in and like, it just doesn't open. And we're both like, there's no way. Um, so Will tries his card first, then I try mine. We both can't get into the dorm. Um, and the thing is, is like, it's the dorm building. So like we like couldn't get inside the building. Um, and, uh, and so I was all like, well, I guess I'm going to have to call security. So then, I mean, we did. And the guy was super nice. He was like, yeah, uh, because you aren't living here for the year, like they might not have given you like access and stuff. Um, and we were like, that's interesting because we had access to the building, like for the past couple of days that we've been here. Um, and then all of a sudden just showed out on us. And so we thought that, um, so basically like for the summer, uh, students like, like Bowdoin students have access to like most of the buildings, like the academic buildings and stuff, but only until like 11 PM. So then after that, like all the buildings are locked. And so we kind of assume that, oh, maybe it's like this. Um, like, but for this dorm building for whatever reason. So we were like, oh, maybe the lockout period, um, started at 11. And so now we can't get in without security. Um, and so that was kind of like our theory. That was our, uh, like assumption. <laughs> and, uh, so, so then the next day, uh, I can't, I think it might've been like lunch or breakfast. Um, it might've been breakfast. Like I said, my, my sense of time has been like, yeah, it's, it's been all over the place. Um, but anyway, we were downstairs the next day and I was all like, let me check to see if like we have access to the building, like 20, like, like the, maybe this wasn't a fluke and like I go in or I, rather I go outside and then I, I try to swipe in nothing and I'm like, there's no way. Um, but luckily Will was inside um, there and he was able to let me back in. But I guess for the next couple of days or however long I'm here at Howard until my room is like ready to go, um, I just won't have access to the building. Um, but the funny thing is, is like, I have access to our room, just not the building. Um, so we kind of have to leave that propped open a little bit and kind of just hope that, um, you know, that no one else closes it. I mean, we can always call security, but I, it's, it's, uh, kind of embarrassing, you know, something I don't want to do, uh, like every time I want to walk into the building. So like right now I'm in the podcast studio and I left the door propped open, but whether or not that will stay true, um, I'll find out later. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's kind of like the living situation right now. Um, but, uh, like I said, aside from that little like mishap or whatever, like this is a fine place. Like I, there's like a little nook um, that like oversees outside really big windows in this room, which I love, um, great for natural lighting and stuff. Um, and like, sometimes I just sit there, I'll, I'll be like playing my switch. I'll be watching a show, um, or something like that. And it's just nice to like, just, I don't know, sit there, lay down, whatever. Um, but, but yeah, so, you know, we move out to Howard and, um, that's, 
kind of like where we're at now. Um, I think so. The first day, like the first full day that Will and I were at Howard, um, we like met up with some of the the upward bound like guide staff, um, who live in Maine or who are here in Maine for the summer, and um, like we went to the Topsom Fair, which is very like for me i was thinking like oc fair for those who like live in are familiar southern california and orange county um like the oc fair is like a huge thing for us um or like for for us back home um and so like i I was you know under the impression that this is going to be the same thing and i mean it kind of is um but just it's main so it's a little bit of a smaller scale but like it was super fun though um they had you know, a bunch of, like, farm animals and stuff, and so you got to see a bunch of cows, a bunch of pigs, goats, sheep, you know, things like that, um, and so I, I didn't want to touch any of the animals, because low-key, I was all, like, I I don't want to get my hands dirty or whatever, but, I mean, like, the other people who I was with, like, my friends were having a great time, um, (laughs) and, uh, yeah, I don't know, it's, it it was it was super cute and then we were like okay we got to go on some of the rides um and so there there were some pretty cool ones um there was one where you're kind of like laying on your stomach and then you're like flying around in a circle um they have a very similar thing um for those who have been in Knott's Berry Farm in Buena Park California um very similar thing and i was like oh this is so fun and when I got off of that ride, I was all like, oh, damn, I'm getting old. Like, I, I was kind of feeling a little bit like, oh, um, which this is like a little kid ride. So I was all like, there's no way because um, I, I love roller coasters. I love the thrill rides, you know, and like that. That's what I'm here for. Like, like growing up, I see that the thing is, is like I didn't even get into that like super early on. Like I must have been in middle school. Um, maybe even high school when like I got on my first roller coaster um, and this was at Knott's and this was in fact um, I oh actually I don't remember what my first roller coaster was but I do remember as a kid because we would have passes to like amusement parks and stuff and I was terrified like I didn't want to go on any of the big rides you know I wanted to stay in like the kiddie rides and stuff like that like that I was chill with but the moment you got to like some of the bigger rides I just like like I would wait in line with my family and then like my parents would get on the ride and then I would like like step out and like wait for them by the exit but like they didn't want to leave me alone and like me and my siblings alone so like I would just you know hang out by the exit until the ride was finished and then we would leave together but um like I remember doing that a bunch when I was a kid and like damn I'm actually I'm kind of mad I don't know what my first roller coaster was i'm like trying to think about it but um whatever i i just know that it was at knott's berry farm i'm like 80 percent sure <laughs> um because i've been to like other amusement parks and stuff and like i don't know if i maybe tried one out i don't know my memory's failing me like honestly pre-2020 like pre-covid it's kind of rough my memory um but anyways uh i so so yeah so like this this I wasn't always like a huge thrill person um especially growing up uh and like being a kid and stuff and I feel like that's kind of natural but also like there are some kids who are like hell yeah like let me get on everything um 
I, I wasn't one of those. Even though I was tall enough for the rides, I was like, hell no, <laughs> let's not do that. Um, and then I I forget like what ride it was, but I do remember. Um, I I believe I was with my cousins. Um, and they were like, we were in line, and you know I was gonna do the whole like I'll wait for the like I'll wait for you guys at the exit when the ride's over and that kind of thing. Um, but then like the whole line, like it was a pretty long line. So they spent like the whole time basically hyping me up and convincing me that I should get on the ride. And I remember getting on the ride. Um, I, so the ride that I'm thinking is silver bullet at Knott's Berry farm. I believe that might've been, it it also might've been ghost rider. Um, also at that same park, but uh, so, so silver bullets one where you're kind of like your feet are hanging and you're like strapped into a seat. Um, and it does like all these like curves and flips and things like that. And then Ghost Rider is like a huge, like wooden, all wood roller coaster. Um, that just has like a massive drop at the beginning and then just has like a bunch of hills and stuff and turns. Um, super, they're both really fun rides, but I can't remember which one I went on first. Um, I believe it was that same day too, but I must have been like somewhere between like, 12 and 14 or like 10 and 14 like somewhere between that age range i don't exactly remember when um and it's killing me that i don't know like (laughs) but anyway like i remember getting on that ride and being like oh so that's what fun feels like and 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 then ever since that day like i've kind of like started getting on rides and then now i'm like getting on everything um and you know i've never been a six flags I'll say so I haven't really done like some of the truly like I I feel like Six Flags is up there on like the most scary rides or like the the highest level of thrill um and I've never been so uh I I feel like that's kind of like my final test where like if I could say like I could do any ride at Six Flags and I could do anything um that's that's kind of how I feel but at the moment, um, I'm super willing to get on everything. So wrapping it back to this Topsum Fair thing, uh, they have this ride called the Zipper, um, which I've never done before. Um, but you're in like a cage. <laughs> you're in a cage. Like it's kind of like you're sitting down um, and then you have you. But you're in like a cage uh, with one other person. And this thing <sighs> ruined me. Um, I OK, wait uh actually i'll talk about it first so like this thing ruined me like i was um i was uh hold on i'm gonna make a quick timestamp. the keyboard in this thing doesn't work but i'm just gonna say timestamp for me because i want to include something but um th- this this ride was crazy like it was like i, I think it's a thing um like everywhere so i don't know if it's like a super obscure thing but basically like you're in a cage and then it goes like um it it just rotates and like this is actually really hard to explain um but the point is you're doing like a bunch of flips and stuff um and like that's what you're doing the whole time um and so like really like you just have no control and you just gotta like roll with the punches with that ride and it's just like so many flips um like you're upside down for like a a, like i don't know for a little bit before it like fully does the flip 
um and and i did it with my buddy will um and and we this was truly like a fuck it we ball moment um where i was like you know what i could do this ride and then like as we're waiting in line um the the thing that was the most concerning was the lack of screaming coming from like the people like 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 i just felt like oh they're not having fun like they're not like oh this is bad like as we were waiting in line um like we didn't really hear a whole lot of screaming going on and i was like there's no way um like like are people passing out or like i don't know just all these thoughts like going through my head and then and then we get on the ride and i will say i was screaming and giggling the whole time like it it was such a fun time and i have a video of will and i on the ride um that i recorded um which terrible idea by the way but you know luckily i didn't drop my phone or anything um and uh yeah so i guess i'll, I'll play the clip here Some fair. I'm here with my buddy Will. Uh, and <laughs> here we go. Oh, Hi, Gamma. Ty, this is for you. <laughs> Hi, Ty. Hi, <laughs> Mom. Yeah, Mom, Mom, I love you. It's actually not too bad. No, honestly, not as bad as I thought. Oh God. <laughs> Woo. I feel like going forward is definitely way more epic. No, actually, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, hello. <laughs> okay. Let's calm down now. Okay. <laughs> okay, you're big, you're big. This is not bad. Woo! Oh, oh damn, no. we did a flip. <laughs> that back was fucking crazy. Woo! So, <laughs> um, super fun time. It was, it was great. It was super fun. I like, I, oh God, I don't even know. Like looking back at that video, I was just smiling and laughing the whole time. Um, and I got to, I mean, I edited it obviously so that, you know, I cut out any of the censor words, um, or cut out. So I censored any of the cuss words and there were plenty said in that video. Um, and so it was just a super fun time. And then afterwards, like, I was, like I said, that ride ruined me. Like, I was like, oh, God, I'm going to throw up. Um, like, for real, though. And, you know, I, I had to take, you know, some some breaths. I had to, like, walk around a little bit um, and really, like, calm myself down. Um, 
And then like after like five minutes, I was good. But those five minutes, I felt terrible. Like it was, I was like, oh god, um, like like a little bit dizzy, a little bit like, I don't know. And th- this is point is of this whole segment is like I I truly felt like I'm getting old, dude. Like, oh, my body can't handle these thrill rides anymore. And so now I'm kind of scared for Six Flags and how that's going to fuck me up. Um, but I think we'll be fine. Like, I, I, I think we'll be fine. Um, but but I'm definitely getting to that point where, like, my body can't maybe, like, handle a whole lot of that at, like, once. And um, I will say I was also on a bit of an empty stomach when I went on this ride. And then also had gone on, like, the other ride where, like, it spins hella fast. And then you, like, basically get pushed to the wall um, against your own will. And, like, there's no straps or anything. But then you just kind of, like, float up along with, like, the board. Um, it's another, like, famous fair ride. Um, I think it was called, like, the Gravitron or something like that. At least at Topsum. Um, but so, like, I went on that. And then... And then we said the zipper, and that was uh, a crazy decision to make. Um, yeah. So it was... Uh, I, I Honestly, I think it was the fact that, like, I had no food in my stomach, maybe a little bit dehydrated. Um, and so, like, coming off of that ride, I was like, there's no way. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, dude, this is terrible. Um, but, yeah, then afterwards, I got some chicken tenders and fries, and, you know, I felt great. Um, then we had to leave and it was kind of sad to say goodbye to the guide staff and things like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, most of them I'll be seeing again in the sun or in the like school year, because I think like 75% of us were boating students. Um, and so, you know, I'll be able to see them around and things like that. Um, and, and yeah, but it was, we were hanging out with three that were not boating students and so i was all like oh it's gonna be a while till i see you guys um but but you know um we it it was it was like a really fun way to like for me that felt like the wrap-up of the summer um because now like i'm kind of in a transitional period where it's like the end of the summer slash beginning of the school year but there's like a couple of weeks before then um where it's just kind of just like there's nothing to do um i the dining halls we like our meals aren't covered anymore because we're not employees at upward bound um and so like we're kind of just i don't know it's one of those like tragedies where it's like you have nothing to do but there's also like so many things to do and then it's like just a constant battle of like revolving through activities or like basically feeling like you have nothing to do but the truth is like there is just so much to do that it makes it really hard to decide what to do um like nothing to do in the sense that i have no like major responsibilities or anything like i don't have homework i don't have like actual work i I don't really have anything like truly productive to like work on or like keep myself busy with um but then there's also like I could catch up on shows, I could watch movies, I could play video games, I could hang out and, like, go outside and, you know, do some stuff. And, like, there's just, like, a million activities that I could do, but also, like, (laughs) it's just, like, like, super lazy, but then also, like, wanting to be productive, but then, like, feeling unmotivated to do things, but then also, like, 
like wanting to do a lot of things and i don't know it's it's like a really interesting mix of of like feelings um but i like essentially i'm just bored out of my mind um and uh yeah i mean i guess lately what i've been doing is um i well first of all i've been listening to like a ton of music shout out abby she has fantastic music taste um and so i've been listening to like new stuff while also listening to like um some familiar stuff and like really trying to i don't know like get into more stuff but also like remember the good music that i've listened to i don't know like i feel like my i can feel my music taste like transitioning almost um where like i guess growing up i was really into like rock i was really into like metal glam metal things like that um bands from like the 80s and 90s um were like my jam and now i kind of feel it starting to go more into like r&b um and like pop even um and and just more like indie stuff like alternative like that's kind of like where i'm headed um and honestly it's not like something that i'm opposed to um but i i just remember like like guitar hero rock band like and then also like just my family listening to like like spanish rock and things like that like it's it's just like that's kind of like the nostalgic now like the nostalgia is like my my like comfort music i guess uh which is crazy because it's like megadeth and judas priest and you know <laughs> things like that um but then now i'm kind of getting more into like different types of music um which i'm totally fine with um so i've been listening to like a ton of that um spotify has been eating up a lot of my screen time um which yes spotify user not apple music um i did try apple music for like the free trial after i got my airpods i mean it's good i think the biggest thing for me that apple music beat over spotify was the lyrics i feel like the lyrics and i guess also the audio quality but i didn't really you know i'm not like an audiophone or no what's the I don't know, like an audio head. Like you'd think I'd be because I do a podcast, but like I'm not super like like into like having the lossless audio and things like that. Um there was a difference like listening between cuz I would switch between Spotify and like Apple Music. I'd be like, "Okay, like I hear like this part sounds a lot more clear, like some background stuff, but ultimately doesn't take away or like it ultimately doesn't add like a lot more to the experience i feel like um so like i feel like those are the top two things that apple had over spotify but now spotify is kind of like i don't know it's been my go-to i got the student plan like what can i say um so yeah that's that that's been that um also been watching succession i just finished the first season yesterday (laughs) notice the hesitation with any time i like talk about time um because like i said it just feels like i've been taking naps over one long day like and this has been like the past four or five days um and (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's just i don't know it's just kind of like funny to think about like uh, i don't know my my sense of time is truly messed up. Um, so it'd be nice to get back into like a routine and things like that again when the school year starts. Um, and uh, yeah, so then 
I've been watching Succession. I finished the first season. Um, I got into the show um, mostly because, like, I started seeing commercials of, like, the final season and, like, the final episode being released. Um, and I don't know, I guess, like, because I'd watch, like, a lot of sports, and this is when I would, like, get those commercials, like, during basketball games and stuff. And I was all like, hmm, this seems like an interesting show. Um, so I gave the first episode a shot, and I was hooked. I, I mean, actually... Yeah, and I was hooked. Like, I was all like, okay, I see the appeal. And, like, I thought this was, like, a very interesting, like, way to start. Because um, it's basically, like, the whole premise is, like, um, there's this, like, old dude, um, who Logan Roy, who, like, owns, like, the biggest, like, media company, corporation of, like, the world. And so he's, like, super wealthy, super top, like, like one of the top dudes of America, and has like all these kids um that like well a couple in particular um or or one in particular really um who is like wanting to step up and kind of like take over because his dad's getting old and like um and things like that and i mean hence the name like succession and like the whole plot i i, I mean i can't really say anything in to like without getting into like spoilers and stuff um but for those of you who like have seen the show um or who like maybe gave it a shot um like you probably know what i mean like it's it's basically just like it's hella drama there's so much family drama so much like it's it honestly feels like a like a soap opera like like a novella um which i don't know like growing up i would always see my my like grandma and my mom watching these and i'd be like these are so dumb but this this feels like that um and uh i don't like i'm hooked like i get it now as an adult um and so there's just like so many complex like 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 i feel like the biggest thing with this show for me is the characters i feel like that's true for any show um but with this one in particular like the relationships between characters are so complex um and like the way people like like the way characters are in this show are like a lot more complex and they're not like one-faced or like one-sided like it it truly is like there's a lot of like conflict there's a lot of like gray area type stuff there's a lot of like betrayal and like um just like it really does make you like it has made me say like there's no way like out loud while watching the show or like oh my god like like i've had like genuine like reactions to to like some of the stuff in the show um or like a lot of size a lot of size i'm just like oh, god damn it. <laughs> um like i don't know it, it's one of those shows um it's kind of slow it's not for everyone that's for sure um but it's uh it's it, i find it very interesting um so like i i watched the first episode and then my family had like a barbecue the next day and like I told my uncle about this show um, and he was all like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've been meaning to watch this show. And I was all like, yeah, yeah, you totally should. Like, it, it's pretty cool. Um, and then um, I like stopped watching it after that. <laughs> um, this was in like the beginning of June. Um, and I, I was like, yeah, no, it's like a, it's a pretty good show. Like, it's. I don't like I've only seen the first episode but from what I saw like I was hooked 
Um, and he was all like, yeah, I've been meaning to watch it. So then I'll, I'll like start watching it. And then I think sometime in the middle of July, he like sent me a text and he was like, um, just finished succession. And I was all like, there's no way. I mean, there's four seasons, each of them with, with like 10 episodes or about an hour long. Um, and so I was all like, damn. And I'm over here like, I never watched the second episode. <laughs> um, and so it was it was kind of fun. And that that kind of inspired me to like start the show again. Um, and it wasn't even that like I gave up on the show and like I was watching other stuff. It was more so that like a lot of my free time was spent with people and with friends um, or like on my own. I'd be playing video games and like watching like baseball games and things like that. So it wasn't even that like I was watching other shows and choosing not to watch Succession or continue watching it. I was just like doing other stuff. Like I was, I guess, busy in like an entertainment sense. Um, and I can feel my, my throat getting a little dry. Um, so, so yeah. So then like now fast forward to, you know, early August got, you know, finished upward bound got nothing to do quote unquote um i said you know what let's watch succession and i basically binged the first season in the past two days and uh i gotta say it it's a, it's a good show i i definitely like it and it's it's interesting to kind of see how it continues like in the second season moving forward um yeah that's that's my that's my succession season one review uh welcome to on my mind the podcast um i also can't believe we're like an hour into the show this i feel like i've just been talking um and i don't know whatever uh yeah and then aside from that uh i've also kind of been reading um there's this book that i got at the quest bridge conference that i went to in chicago um called moving up without losing your way um like the ethical costs of upward mobility and it's an interesting read um especially considering like i mean i got this at Questbridge. it was like a book given to like those who attended like a conference or like like a it was like an online event um that i applied or not applied to but like i signed up for and then didn't end up going um because it was like held over zoom or something like that and uh but I went to the conference and they were like, hey, we have extra copies if you'd like one. And I said, sure, I need something to do on the plane. Um, did not touch it on the plane, did not touch it for a while, actually, until um, pretty much towards the end of the program where I was all like, you know what? I need to pick up a book and read. <laughs> um, oh, God. <clears throat> yeah, I, like, I, I'm like, I need to pick up a book and read. And uh, I did, and I'm glad I did, cause I I only read the introduction, um, and I was like, okay, it's basically like introducing the context in which the author kind of grew up, um, and like how like their experience with upward mobility, um, and then also like how they got into this kind of research, and also like up like presenting like a very rough outline of their argument, um. And it's kind of, like, revolved around, like, the narrative of upward mobility and, like, you know, people really emphasize, like, the financial costs and, like, you know, of going to college and things like that and, like, how education is key and things, you know, it's, like, 
you need to go to college, you need to get a degree in order to provide a better opportunity for yourself. Um, and this book kind of like reshapes that narrative into like, I mean, it still revolves around how like educate, like higher education can still be like a really great factor, but it's also like, let's be real and then have like a bunch of these like costs, like not so much about the financial cost of like attending college, but also like what she calls ethical costs um, as like a philosophy professor or whatever. Um, and they kind of revolve around like the relationships you have with your friends and family from home, um, like the connection to your community and then also like your self identity um, and kind of like what you gain and lose in terms of each of those spheres. And, and it was, it was an interesting kind of read. Um, I haven't finished the book. Um, I haven't really gone through much of it really, but that's kind of just like my takeaway from what I have read so far. And, um, I don't know, it's kind of interesting to think and like how, how I relate to that. Cause I mean, you know, I'm here at Bowdoin, like through Questbridge and like, we all know what I'm here for, right? Like, <laughs> like I'm here to basically establish, um, myself to be in a higher class than I grew up in. Um, and like truly experience upward mobility. Like that's one of my main motivators for attending school um and like kind of being out here in Maine and stuff and um the the author talked about how she grew up in I believe Peru and then went to Europe and then went to school in the U.S. um I think she went from Peru to France maybe I I forget what country but it was in Europe um and then like went to the U.S. so like it was from like an international student perspective um and and then I'm like, okay, like, I went from Southern California to Brunswick, Maine. And, like, that's, like, one of her points was, like, or not one of her points, but she, growing up, like, her mom would say, like, in order to have, like, it, like, a better economic opportunity, you have to move away from, like, far away from home. And so, like, thinking about that and, like, yeah, I, I mean, I, I really moved far away from home. Um, and may, like going to a different country is like different, like that's, that's a whole nother level, but going across the country, um, can sometimes feel like stepping into like, especially like a whole new place. Like the U S is so diverse and it's so like, in terms of like the, the cultures and the, the environments, like, like going from one side of the U S to the other, like they feel like two very different places. Um, and so like, I don't know, this book like inspired a lot of like reflection with, in terms of that. And, uh, that's just kind of like how, uh, actually I don't know where I was going with that, but like, I don't know, just a lot of like reflection and being like, how do I relate? Like how, how do I see these points in my life and kind of like shaping my narrative to fit this framework kind of thing? Um, which has been kind of interesting because um, I've definitely experienced a lot of these ethical costs that she describes, um, especially with like friends from back home. I don't keep up with a ton of them. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, guys, if you're listening <laughs> from we were good friends in high school. What's up? <laughs> um, probably haven't talked to you in a while. <laughs> uh, yeah. And like just kind of thinking about um, 
like like how you sometimes prioritize like friends over family like because your friends are like close and like they feel like you're they're in your home right like especially when you travel so far away for college like my my family like the fastest i can get home is like taking a flight for you know like seven to nine hours um and so it's just like you know family isn't gonna be the one that i'm gonna like go to a whole lot while i'm here especially because i don't have any family like in maine whatsoever um all of my family is pretty much in southern california um and then like mexico of course but um yeah and and also like connection to the community um like i had i i I, so last summer i worked at um i worked at the police athletics and activities league i think that's what it's called pal i've talked about this before but it's basically like a like a year-round program uh throughout the year they have like tutoring services and it's like um it's basically like an after-school program they'll have like activities you could do workouts and things like that um they'll have workshops so you could learn like music or like martial arts or things like that um so that's kind of like what they do throughout the year and then in the summer um they take like a select number of students and they like have a bunch of trips and they do like a dare program um and it's all like I don't know like it's all pretty cool I worked last summer and it was it was a good time um I chose not to go again this summer which was uh not so hard choice to do actually um I maybe spent like 10 minutes thinking about it um and it was more so like why shouldn't I do upward bound than like why should I stay with pal if that makes sense um and I don't know like I don't regret coming to Maine for the summer again um because I was here my first summer uh for GCS going into my first year of college um which helped the transition a little bit actually no it shaped like it it like made the transition way easier I feel like um which you know is the point of the program so I'm grateful for that um and uh and yeah so like like working at pal working with students from my hometown um like being able to to serve as like a role model for them like was my first like true experience of like giving back to my community um and that like connection was super strong last summer and then this summer you know I'm in Maine like nowhere near and so like it's uh that connection with community has kind of like wavered i guess a little bit um yeah and then <clears throat> the last point of like self identity um i don't know like that one i feel like has been like i've i've been changing i've been growing a lot as a person um and i feel like this is just like coming to Bowdoin was like a big factor of that um but there's also like a lot of personal life factors that played into that um and but like coming to school here like uh gave me like a bigger sense of independence um and like I really stepped up and like joined extracurriculars on my own I got jobs on my own um and like did a bunch of stuff like without the like 
support of my family like but not see that kind of sounds bad but i mean so like without them helping me like directly um like they were there for me they were like listen if you need anything we're here but i never really used that resource a whole lot during my time here um and, and, and yeah damn i don't know that felt a little too real but <laughs> but i mean yeah i i i comfortable sharing that now it's a question of whether or not i should have shared that it is the you know is what i have to consider but i think that's fine um because i mean it's like a real thing like i i don't know like it's kind of like like i feel like it's been good for me in the sense that like it's taught me to go after things that i want like on my own like this is like what i want to do um like i guess a example is like when i started playing music like the clarinet like that was like a decision that I made because my friends were doing it and also because like um my mom was like hey I played the clarinet and I was all like okay I'll play the clarinet too um and so that was like a decision that I mean I loved like I love playing music and it was like a really big like music had like such a big it has like such a big impact on my life and things like that um like being in band um like concert band and like marching band and things like that like these are all like huge things in my life um, or that played huge roles in my life. But like that whole decision of like starting and stuff was like entirely not up to me, I feel like. Um, but now like college is such a different way where it's like a lot of the things I do, like I, I choose to and like I want to. And so that's kind of like the biggest difference, I feel like. Um, yeah, and so don't really know where i'm going with this but essentially i've like definitely felt like like you also have like the code switching a little bit where you're like one person back home and then one person like at here at Bowdoin, i guess in my case um which i feel like is true like even if you don't go too far from home like for school like i feel like this is a common thing um where we kind of have to code switch um going from like home just because like our environment is like or the environments are completely different in my case um but even in like the cases of like even moving as far as like an hour away um from your home like to go to college like i feel like you still have a little bit of that code switching where like you kind of have to act a certain way with your family versus like um like at school and things like that like um i know for some people like the way they act with their family is kind of like already somewhat professional and like you know that's like they're kind of so when they get to school like the environment doesn't change a whole lot because that's kind of like what they're used to and things like that so it's like comfortable for them but for me this shit wasn't like it it was like uh um i don't know it was it was definitely a transition i think to be able to to fit this environment to be able to adapt and be like okay i'm in a new setting this is how you have to act um and kind of like fitting into that while also trying to like stay true to myself and like who i am and i feel like opportunities like hanging out with friends um and like recording a podcast like these are opportunities for me to kind of like be who i am i mean even then like i feel like who i am on the podcast is a little bit different than who i am like 
actually. <laughs> um, I mean, that that's like a whole nother layer. But I mean, I don't know, the whole self-identity, like it's so hard to kind of capture someone's identity in words and like, let alone like, I don't, I don't even know. Like it, it's, I feel like people are so complex. Like even the most simple people, like there really is no simple person or there's no way to like describe um a person with like a couple words like it's like i don't know we all have different sides to us there's like um a bunch of layers of like you know your experience and like your environment and like um the natural stuff that you were like born with and things like that um so it's like a whole mix of like what you value um and like i don't know that make up who you are as a person that how the hell did we get here <laughs> um at this point in the show uh welcome to on my mind the podcast i i feel like i've said that like five times now um but i mean yeah the, the, this whole book kind of got me thinking basically um and and like i don't know i i think it's definitely worth the read um i believe the author is jennifer morton for anyone who's interested in reading this book um i I definitely recommend if you're like, if you feel that um, any of what I said in the past, like 15 minutes or so, like connected to you in some way. Um, and even if it doesn't, I think it's very interesting to kind of hear from like this kind of perspective. And, and um, yeah, upward mobility is such an interesting thing. Um, but anyways, uh, aside from watching shows and reading books and listening to music i've also just kind of been hanging out with will i mean he's like my roommate um temporarily so like we've been tossing frisbees making meals um we watched baseball the other day we like played the switch with um one of the other guide staff who came to our room um and and also like we've kind of just been coexisting really like existing in the same space but not necessarily interacting with each other a whole lot which i'm totally cool with um and uh i will say it can be very quiet in our room even though both of us are there um we're both just kind of doing our own thing um so yeah i've also been playing like a ton of video games um i got into octopath traveler um i recently bought that game it's something i've been meaning to buy um and i've been like you know what i think this is a good time dude i will say holy shit what a great game um i'm i'm like not that deep into it but for those of you who like are familiar with jrpgs and like square enix and the stuff they do like um i get it now <laughs> um I, I definitely un understand that like i'm super late to this train um but uh, I was first introduced to Square Enix's RPGs um, with Live Alive um, or Live Alive, Live Alive, what, how, that game. Um, I played the demo and I was all like, oh, dude, this is so fun. And like, I thought about getting it, but I didn't get the whole game. Um, I like really only played the demo because it was free. And, um, and Octopath Traveler, I feel like, shares similar aspects of that. Um, in the sense of like there's a bunch of different stories except octopad traveler it's more connected um whereas like l l a l i don't really know i actually don't know if it's live alive or live a live live alive live a live one of those um <laughs> yeah like i i don't know it's uh 
th those were like entirely separate i feel like um they didn't really well actually i also only play the demo so i don't know if they all come together as one in the end but octopath traveler you you do kind of form a party with like each of these people and they all have like their own stories that you have to like follow through and it's 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 a really fun thing i love the music the music music is always like a big factor for me in video games um because like i grew up playing like pokemon and mario and um like the legend of zelda which all have like iconic like soundtracks and things like that um and so yeah like i i got um this game called the rhythm final like it's like a final fantasy um like final fantasy music rhythm game which super freaking fun um i got the one on the switch which is called final bar line but it's they had a couple on the 3ds like curtain call and like the original one um but i played i play i mean i'm playing final bar line and like i got the dlc and everything which has like music from other square enix games um which included octopath traveler and so that kind of like the that kind of like introduced me to octopath traveler with like their music and i'm all like yo this the, this music's great and then um i was like like you know i, I was thinking about getting i'm gonna call it live alive uh just because i that sounds the most natural to me um like i was considering getting that one but then i ultimately ended up getting octopath traveler um and i haven't regretted that it's been such a fun like story um i started out with cyrus for those who are interested um who's like this scholar who can do like magic and stuff um but uh his his whole thing is like he he's really big into acquiring knowledge and like super in, like intellectually curious and um his his story has been pretty fun so far and that i like i chose it because i'm like i'm a nerd and then i like did that i didn't actually do any like research into like which character is the best to start this i like discovered afterwards um because i was like what well, when i first like um finished like the, when i finished the first chapter of cyrus's story i was like um i was like okay it, i like got a pop-up message that said there are seven other characters to play with and i was all like okay cool how do i switch between them to like start a new one and i didn't realize that like the one you start with is like your main protagonist throughout the whole game um and so like i looked up online like how to switch characters in Octopath Traveler. And then I, that's when I discovered, oh, <laughs> I'm like, like, like this is the guy I'm sticking with for the whole game. And honestly, I love that. I feel like his ability to like um, reveal one of the vulnerabilities of an enemy right away, super helpful, uh, makes my combat easier when I'm trying to get breaks and stuff. Um, I'm, I'm probably, you know, for some of you, this might be like super fun to talk about, but for a lot of you, this is probably like, Michael, what the hell are you talking about? Um, which I feel like is the essence of On My Mind. Um, just because I'm interested in a bunch of different stuff. Because um, then like, I could talk, I could start talking about like baseball and then I'll lose the Octopath Traveler guys and then maybe get some of the other people. Um, or maybe, I don't know, like you could that was like an i just totally made an assumption about people but anyway um like that's my point though like i could talk about one thing and then have the people who were interested in the previous topic lose interest and you know here we are but um yeah that's i don't know the point is 
the past like week, not even it's only been five days. The past five days have been just me trying to find ways to keep myself busy. Um, I'm podcasting. Uh, this is this is one way to keep myself busy. Um, I I'm gonna be editing a behind the scenes vlog. Like these are, you know, I'm I'm just you know I got Citra the 3DS emulator on my Mac. You know I'm playing a randomized Omega Ruby game. Um, super fun. I got like a Regigigas with huge power. Now I'm just sweeping everything. Um, I don't know. Also, I, okay. Well, I had it that file like Citra crashed on me. <laughs> I'm about to cry again. Sit <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Citra crashed on me. And so like I had been playing for like three hours and I hadn't saved. Terrible mistake. Always make sure you save, you know, regularly. And uh and so it crashed and then I restarted it. I'm all like, damn, when was the last time I saved? That was 10 minutes into the game. And I was all like, oh but um that was devastating, but it's okay. Um I probably won't be touching that for a while, I won't lie. Um it was a way to pass the time, I guess. Um it, for nothing. I've also been playing Clone Hero, which is like the community guitar hero. Um super fun. I don't have like a guitar, so I'm just using my keyboard and mouse. Terrible way to play, but I I'm desperate. I make I'm I work with what I have. Um <laughs> God, playing guitar hero keyboard and mouse is crazy. Um, yeah, so I strum with the mouse clicks and then I like have the frets with um, the V, C, X, Z and shift buttons or keys um, on the keyboard. And uh, honestly, I also have to play with the lefty flip on um, fun fact. So the green is the V um, just because it's like if you like you have your hand on those keys and then you rotate it up like with the palm facing up like that's how you play guitar. Um, so, so yeah, I had to do a little bit of a lefty flip when I play. And then when I sw go back home, I have like my actual guitar and I'll plug it into my computer and play that way. And then I have to like switch it back and it's a little bit confusing, but, um, I, I, I don't know. I have fun. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of like been my life for the past couple of months, really. Um, it's been, uh, it's been interesting. Um, like this this summer has been quite the experience i feel like and like now i'm kind of like here um pretty much living on my own it feels like um like i got to make my own meals which by the way has been <laughs> like frozen food or like you know prepackaged meals and stuff and just kind of heating them up in a microwave and calling it a day um yesterday i made myself a breakfast sandwich so i made some scrambled eggs put a a slice of cheese and uh called it a sandwich but uh yeah i don't know it was uh i like i'm i'm really starting to appreciate time spent with other people um cuz i mean i'm spending a bit of time with will um but it's like it's kind of hard to find things to do like that that's the main issue like we we don't really know what to do um and it it's I don't know, like, we can only toss around a Frisbee for so long, um, and also, like, I, I've been throwing, like, hammers, um, and then my, my, like, arm will get sore, um, because there's a lot of, like, shoulder and, like, elbow action, um, kind of like when you're throwing pitches, um, in baseball, um, but, you know, you throw it, like, way over your shoulder, like, over your head, I mean, 
um and i don't know like we played frolf the other day like or frisbee golf um the course on our campus which we don't actually have a course but it's a self-made one um and yeah like i said listening to a ton of music um i've been cooking up a playlist which by the time this episode comes out should have been shared with uh you know that special person um and and yeah it's been uh it's been a really fun time um just kind of like i feel like i've learned a lot over the summer about like what i'm capable of um and also like because upward bound provided like a chance for me to teach which i by the way it went okay (laughs) i think it went well but it definitely could have been a lot more better if there was like better planning um and also just like there was a lot of like factors that i couldn't really control that ended up you know with with the way things ended um but ultimately i had a blast like coming up with the the lecture slides there weren't even lecture slides but just like the slides um and like the lesson plan and things like that it was like such a fun experience i got to teach html to a bunch of high school students and i didn't really even know html all that well before this summer but now i feel like an expert um because it's actually not too bad like once you kind of figure out okay this is the structure and like things like that it's the css and javascript that make websites a lot harder to develop and make um but you know that's that's uh whatever my class focus on the html um, we got into CSS a little bit and one student even went above and beyond and like incorporated JavaScript into their code, um, which is fantastic. Like super proud of that. Um, but uh, I don't know. There was I gained like a bunch of work experience with students. Um, I gained a bunch of memories and laughs and and things like that with the friends I made over the summer. Um, and and yeah, like I. I truly am like super happy and like grateful, like to be real, like I'm, I'm in like such a great place in life right now, um, which, you know, I probably couldn't say like three years ago, but also like 90% of people couldn't say this three years ago because, you know, COVID and stuff, but like to kind of think of where I was at that time and, um, cause I, I kept the journal, <laughs> I kept the journal, um, and, like, wrote some, some real shit, um, and, like, I looked over that, um, over the summer, and it was, like, super interesting and, like, fascinating to me to, like, read back those entries and kind of where I was mentally and, you know, like, what I was up to and things like that, um, and and to just think about where I'm at now, like, holy shit, (laughs) um, yeah, I don't know, it's, uh, definitely experienced a ton of personal growth you know over the past couple of years but in this summer especially um i feel like i'm way more patient now um you know because before i felt like i was zen as fuck like there wasn't really much that could really irritate me or like make me break or like soup like make me super upset um but now i feel like i just have extended my patience a little bit more um what else? like i I just I just feel more like comfortable talking to people about certain stuff um and like which I think would be really good as a, like a mentor um 
because I'm, you know, I'm going to be a, a peer mentor for first year students um, in the fall and, and spring. But in the spring, that's up to them if they want to continue. Um, and, and like also as like a writing assistant, like I feel like I got like really valuable experience um, just like as a friend um, and like as a mentor, as like this authority figure, like I, I, I think that I was able to grow I was able to you know take more initiative of things I was able to um like truly step up and like really test my limits a little bit um not so much but I there were definitely a couple of times where I was like we're really gonna step out of our comfort zone and um so I've expanded that a little bit um starting to get more comfortable with the uncomfortable I feel like is is a good way to put that um and like looking forward to the fall um there's just so many things like um to see all my friends again i think is going to be fun uh these upcoming semester of classes i'm like super excited for i'm going to be taking like a psychology class about the like ai um where we're going to be like comparing like human intelligence with artificial intelligence and kind of finding like you know things between that that are similar or different um i'm gonna be taking like a computational theory class um i'm gonna be taking um the intro to mathematical reasoning uh so getting into like math um <laughs> and uh my last class oh this um class on adolescent literacies and education course so it's just like i i feel like this is definitely going to be the most liberal arts e like schedule i've had um just because i've always had like project-based courses um in the past couple of semesters and so it just really felt like um like cs heavy was like a lot of the stuff i was doing outside of class but this year I will have no projects so maybe i'll do stuff on the side um i think i'll truly have to like test out my schedule and see like what i have time for um because i mean aside from podcasting like i'm on the ultimate frisbee team i'm gonna be having my classes you got to spend time with friends and significant others you're gonna be like all over the place and so i feel like if i had to give a message to myself um like like michael if you're listening to this for whatever reason um in the future uh i guess my message to you would be don't overwork yourself um balance your time wisely and uh i guess keep in check your priorities um i think those are going to be the three big things of my fall semester coming up um so yeah i think i think ultimately if i could come out of the fall semester like <laughs> in a better place than i am now i mean that's the goal like i don't even know what that looks like um yet and uh it'll be interesting to see like with this podcast i guess i should keep it to the scope of the podcast um i i just want to be consistent um i think that's going to be the biggest challenge for me is uh finding like the motivation to i mean because it's kind of hard like without the co-host i won't lie like to do solo episodes this is the the big reason why we got a co-host but miga is going abroad so 
you know, we're happy for him and the opportunities he's he's been able to take advantage of. Um and and so like I'm gonna be writing solo for a little bit. Um and I I'm excited for that. Really looking forward to more of these like like get to know me's like um you know these chill episodes where it's just me talking the whole time um so so yeah uh i'm really excited to see what guests i bring on i actually have no idea who i want to to invite on the episode um but i'll i'll be i'll be doing more planning um i'll probably be meeting more people this year i'll be you know build, like developing re- like relationships with um, the people I already know, um, and so it'll be kind of interesting to see how, like, those friendships grow, um, and, like, maybe get some acquaintances to become friends and things like that, um, so, I don't know, because, like, in the scope of the podcast, that means more guests, so, (laughs) uh, yeah, I mean, what else, Uh, yeah, I think if I could just be more consistent, stay creative, um and then just you know have fun with the show like try not to make it like a burden try not to make it like work like this shouldn't be something that's like on top of the stuff that i'm doing it should be like a break from the stuff that i'm doing um which had it's it's always been like that and i love that and that's why i keep doing episodes and that's why i keep recording and you know keep coming back i mean i've been doing this for three and a half yeah like three and a half years um (laughs) <laughs> that's actually wild to say um but actually no three and a quarter three and a quarter i started this in may it's august so it's only been like three months um but yeah by the end of the year i'll be able to say three and a half anyways with that we hit an hour and a half um i want to thank you guys so much for listening um i guess just a little recap of the episode <laughs> oh god I don't even know. Um, when I go back and edit this, uh, I'll have fun coming up with the chapters and stuff. Um, but I just want to say thank you again for 100 subscribers. Um, I think I started the episode off with that. Um, 100 subscribers is like, you know, it's a sweet milestone. It's like triple digits, you know. Oh, so now you're starting to get a little bit more serious. Um, yeah. Yeah. I talked about some of my summer adventures. Um, went on like a weird tangent about i forgot what i about like the podcast um talked about going to thompson fair um talked about all the stuff i've been doing you know during my like little mini two-week vacation of having nothing to do um and just some like reflections about like personal stuff um and also just kind of like what i'm looking forward to uh moving forward and so i hope you got something out of this episode whether it was entertainment whether it was uh like a i don't know like maybe you're interested in octopath traveler or succession or you know the book that i'm reading or you know whatever um hopefully hopefully you got something out of this and i think that's that's the goal with every episode um yeah and and for me i get uh I get views. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I I get um a nice little break from my life. Uh so to talk about my life. <laughs> and uh yeah, I mean in a way this is still kind of like therapeutic for me. Um so yeah. 
this is uh i don't really know how to close the episode um i just again thank you guys follow us on instagram um and uh hope hope you guys enjoy the the behind the scenes vlog i'm gonna be editing that probably tomorrow um and uh yeah with that being said this has been on my mind uh thank you for listening uh catch you guys next week probably probably be the final episode of miguel uh we'll see i have to talk to him and schedule that and figure all that out but that's that that's michael that's behind the scenes stuff michael so uh i'll, I'll catch you guys next time see ya